I think it's going. Hey! Another week. Hey, We're buddy. back, baby! All right. Hello, everybody. We got a little bit of reverb because that's how we roll here. <laughs> Welcome to today's show. I'm excited. We're, we're doing it again. We haven't had a yeah. Q&A for a little while, but today we're going to talk about questions. Yeah. Your questions, everybody. And answers. And that's, answers. That's the other that's half the of the, the queue. Yeah. That's the other 50%, which we're going to do right after. Oh, I wasn't ready for this. Are oh. We, okay, hold on. Sorry. I got excited. I yeah, just jumped the gun. Premature Wait introduction. Wait for it. And now. It's a good thing y'all already like us and we don't have to be super professional. That's that's and and silliness and playfulness is actually a part of our brand and our strategy in life. Yeah. We try not to take ourselves too seriously no. and it seems to be working out pretty darn good. It keeps the stress off. Yeah. It's we amazing. just forget to be ourselves yeah. and do what we do and um, be who we is. Yeah, exactly, right? And I think that's just what everybody should do more of. Just be yourself. That's right. And trust that things will go really good that way. <laughs> so, um so folks you got questions. That's why you're here today. So the way this is going to work, we had uh, probably 10 or 12 questions that were pre-written in today. And uh, this is a coaching experience. So if you're here live with us, um, you can either ask your questions in the chat, which we'll get to. It could be about your course, your theme, gamification ideas, marketing ideas. Um, we can basically go in any direction you want. And if you're... Um, if it's applicable to you and you'd prefer, we could even bring you on camera and we could uh, do a little bit of coaching together. So uh, this call is going to be as long as it takes to get through the questions. I guess so. I mean, within reason to keeping it somewhat reasonable. Reasonable. <laughs> Which we'll do. Yeah, it shouldn't take more than an hour to get through these questions. I should hope not. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, we're business people too. We got we things have fun, to do. but we got stuff to do. You know, like this week, uh, we're working on a continuation of bringing the Grady Course Adventure over to Mighty Networks. Um, so this week, my big job is revamping our workbook, which is, I'm really excited. Oh, can it's you give a sneak peek? Do you have that there? Because we're so excited. As all of you in the Grady Course Adventures, you know, it's in Evernote. Don't, and don't, two and a half don't, years don't, ago, don't, when don't. we came up with that solution for interactive workbooks, we were super stoked. It was... It was a really exciting breakthrough for us to create a journaling system that was interactive. Yeah. But Blair and I are moving things forward, and he, this is, this is our what workbook. the beginning of the workbook is going to look like. Right. So uh, this is just in in design by Adobe that we're using to create this. And that's part of our workbook philosophy is having a really nice, beautiful workbook that's enjoyable to go to with uh, the tools that are needed to do this. So it's we've got our action steps that you actually can check off. It's going to be an interactive PDF that allows you to, um, yeah, to be able to keep track of your progress, knowing where your your check your checklist is being updated. And as we get into journaling entries, there's going to be spaces to 
journal and keep all that information saved in this PDF as you go through. And um, yeah, so we're just starting that now. So that's going to be the majority of this week because it's a 92 lesson. It's a lot. Workbook. But he's yeah. got the he's got the template done, which is like the biggest part. And for all of you out there in watching land, we are actually, after we get the new platform done and the great eCourse adventure, we're going to be producing Workbook Heroes, where we're going to teach you, teach you to make themified, beautiful, interactive workbooks, just like the ones Blair is making for Green Screen Magic and Art totally. of eCourse Creation and the great eCourse adventure. Because we know for every course, the workbook is actually an essential part of it. Yes. Yeah. You know, people love to read. A lot of people are visual learners in that sense and, and need that sort of space. But, you know, if it's just a black and white kind of lame piece of paper, online paper. Yeah. It's not that fun. And if it's not interactive, most people never print out the PDFs. So... Um, we're wanting to create a solution that you could print it out and it would be a gorgeous book that you could actually read and make notes in. Or if you want the digital version that you can actually like put your notes in and organize your course materials, all that sort of stuff right in the PDF. Totally. The name of the game here at eCourse Adventures is our students experience. Students experience. And that's the whole idea. Like our tagline is experience, the new frontier of online education. So really giving our students an experience all the way through, just like going off to you know college, that's an experience, you know, and having a really good teacher is an experience. And I'm sure we've all had that really amazing math or science teacher for, for a semester or so, and we loved it because it made such a big difference. Yeah. And then you go to the next semester or grade, and then it's a really lame monotone teacher and you get terrible marks and drop out. Yeah. Is that what happened, Blair? <laughs> <laughs> now look where you've oh, arrived. Oh, yeah, to totally. Go. Good yeah. choice. <laughs> I was also a dropout. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Um, funny how that works. And now we're running an education business. Isn't mm. that funny? Mm, because education <laughs> was boring, so why not make it, it better? It needs an update. That's, That's for what sure. we're all here to do, make education better. Cool. So, Bradley, we've got a list of questions yeah. that people have emailed to us and we've got a whole bunch of people here sitting on zoom too we've got jonathan cheryl chris gilmore monica hi guys hello everybody our request is just to um keep yourself muted just so we don't get some crazy feedbacks during the show until we um yeah until we invite you on to the show and we'll do our best to navigate um, bringing all you on and, and I'm sure you've got your questions. So have those ready to go. Yeah. Put them in the chat. And if you want to come on camera to brainstorm some stuff, just say, here's my question. Would love to come on camera. Right. And that's the chat via YouTube live, right? That's the chat. No, you're talking about? it's the chat in zoom for all of you that are here on zoom. That's where we want you okay, to post your questions. You're managing that one. Yeah, I got it. All right, cool. Um, so question number one is from Lori. Lori submitted a few questions. So we'll just dig through those first. Um, so Lori's first question is, I know you suggested some equipment in the handout for green screen magic, but I have a very small space and all, all those lights will not fit in the space. Mm. I'm taking over my dining room, which is also my office. Mm -hmm. It is the only space in our condo that will work. There are a lot of windows here, but most have blinds on them. I have a metal structure to put the curtain on, um, but need everything else, including the curtain, which is, uh, the right, which the green screen will go on. The metal frame is expandable. I do not want to overbuy as the space is really small. I have an iPhone and mic for the iPhone. 
I have done previous green screen work for the eCourse Adventure from my iMac computer using ScreenFlow Picture Attached. So let's just talk about the space first. Is there a question or is she just kind of giving just, us the download? That's, um, that's kind pretty, of like the gist. Is, it's it a sounds, small space. What sounds pretty standard for a startup entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, you know, welcome to, yeah. uh, to early business and, yeah. um, and doing what, um, what we can with what we have. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, the fact that you have a living room to set up in is something to celebrate <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and using what you've got. And that's exactly pretty much what we did early yeah. on, um, using what we had access to and just being as creative yeah. and learning the boundaries of yeah. what we have and, and trying to expand upon them. But, yeah. you know, your limitations will be your greatest teachers. Yeah. And um, and just keep working hard because then you can get clear on what you might need to upgrade. But as far as do. as far as what you can do with a small space, um, and if anybody's coming on, just mute yourself so that uh, we can keep the background noise to a minimum. Um, so for like our original space, we were in our dingy, moldy, dusty, <laughs> disgusting <laughs> basement, uh, and it was just like. It was a makeshift little um, green screen stand. Like even right now, it's just hanging on the wall, right over there, in this giant space that we're in. Oh, oh right careful! Now. Sorry, that's yeah. Sorry. Um, so I would just say, like, let's just say you've got a screen and you've got six feet, you know, six feet wide. One thing you could do is do what we've done and just tack it up on the wall. Get some green fabric so you don't have to have a big. A if you big... turn on, if you turn on your camera in Zoom, my camera, your camera in Zoom. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, now turn uh -oh. off your speaker though. Whoa! There we go. Crazy. Bro. All right. So here we go. Hold are. on, and I'll just split this. All right. Um. Give us a second. Where are you in the Zoom call? Come on. Improvisation, Blair. Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to pin the video. Oh, it's not. Is it not working? I'm Should not we? I'm sure why it's not working right now. It should be working. Okay, it's not working right now. I'll, Here, I'll, I'll pin the video. There we go. I'm I already, pinned. I already pinned, but I'm it's pinned. not set up. Okay, it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. It should be working. Well, it's working for people in Zoom, but not necessarily on YouTube. So I'll, okay. I'll, I'll fix that. So we'll talk about something else. Soon. I'm going to show them, though. The but people that are on Zoom, which is our main audience live right now. I'm just going to show you where we are right now. All right. Then I'm gonna so, try Blair, to you're, I'm going to be away from the microphone. Um, so you're going to have to just kind of show people. Everybody on Zoom can see what we're doing. Okay. So this is space there's Blair there we Hi, go Blair. hi there's there's Paige our new community ba, 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 ba. Manager, Ranger boss lady in the flesh yeah there's the view see that's something that's special for sure that's super special yeah okay so oh slow down there man you're gonna make everyone sick oh sorry everybody yeah, so as you can see, it's um, it's a small space. We've got some lights barely making it. Oh, here we go. And, uh, you know, right in our face, there's the green fabric. We're giving away all the trade secrets here. There's our monitor and our camera. So you can get the idea that it's, uh, 
Yeah. It's pretty small. It's it's small. It's just a it's a bedroom. So that's what we've been working with. Fortunately, and we're building a giant real life studio that we'll be able to do live events with like 40 people and live stream them and have a big green screen and yeah a music studio that's being built and that'll be ready for like january 2019 that's exciting (laughs) totally so as you can see like it sounds like you're doing exactly what you can with what you have and um just keep at it just it's just always being creative um and just doing what you can and that adds up and creates momentum and next thing you know you might uh, attract a new space that's a little larger because i mean to me that's how the universe works and yeah. it just you just it will give you what you need um when you need it and it i'll was- just i'll just say as well like the um um as far as your can or your lighting needs um the two side panels that we have here and the taller overhead one, mm-hmm. like those are, those are nece- necessary. You can't live without those if you're doing green screen stuff. Um, and if you can, like when we first started and we had our smaller space, we had some clamp lights as well that you could buy at your local hardware store for less than 20 bucks and get the exact same um, lights inside of those. Um, so you've got, you've, you need to have enough space for that for those three main photography lights, which you can buy on Amazon in the green screen kits. If you send the company that we're going through uh, a message and say, you just want the three lights instead of the five that they come with, that's totally fine as well. Um, So that's question one. Was there more to that question? Uh, Here's the second part of the question. The one other thing I have invested in for this project so far is Premiere Pro Creative Suites. So my guess question is, what do I absolutely need for lighting for this tiny space? Oh, we just answered that. Yeah. And where should I get them? Um, so the uh, the company that we have at the uh, the Green Screen Magic um, site, I'll just post yeah, the link. Yeah, so we've already done some research on finding, you know. We've sourced. This is the best price that best we could find for, for kits. And just an essential kit. Um, it's on our Green Screen Magic toolbox site, which is green screen magic slash greenscreenmagic.com forward slash magical dash tools dot html and i just i put that in the zoom link there so you can check it out and let's, it'll be in the show notes as well to um youtube as well if you can just for the people. i'm not on youtube you're gonna have to do it oh. um okay so let's continue the question the other picture shows my computer workspace uh, oh i don't see the picture here in the the email um so the lights, yeah, use the lights that we have here. And now the second question, or the third question is, I have used ScreenFlow for eCourse Adventure videos, including green screen effects. What are the steps I should take to use this footage if I want to move it to Adobe Premiere Pro? Um, so Blair, I think that's a question for you. Mm, I wasn't listening. I'm trying to do this link. Um, it's up in the top in the hamburger bar. Okay, cool. What's the question again? Okay, um, so... Um, Lori's used ScreenFlow for her eCourse Adventure videos, um, which includes green screen effects. And what are the steps to move that footage over to Adobe Premiere Pro? Like the footage that she shot or that's in ScreenFlow? I'm guessing the footage that is... I mean, if it's just raw footage and you're just in front of a green screen, it's just taking that footage over to Premiere Pro. Yeah. It's just like any sort of footage instead of uploading it to ScreenFlow or any other... 
uh, editing software. It's as simple as just bringing that over and loading that in. If you've already created things with effects and such in ScreenFlow, I mean, you can't bring those effects over. So either you need to finish that project in ScreenFlow um, if you're already past the point of no return. Yeah. Or you're going to have to just start again and continue in Premiere Pro. That's I think that's just kind of the point of the transitionary period is that sometimes there's a little bit of growing pains. Um, that like might be growing pains in the ass, basically. It's <laughs> the easiest way to it's, say it. It's just like a tedious task of yeah. moving it from one location to the other, which Blair just basically moved his years of work from a MacBook to a PC, and he's about to go back to a Mac. So, you know, there's just <laughs> like some of these tasks when working with technology are just like tedious pains in the ass. Um, and they're also necessary. Um, yeah. And TPIAs. So, tedious pains in the ass. I guess so. Um, can be. So, yeah, I, I think, like, if it's just raw footage, Lori, just, you just have to import it over. And for all of you in green screen magic, um, if you haven't started or you're not too far into it, you'll see Blair shows you exactly how to import your materials and how to organize your whole editing suite so that it's really seamless and easy to use. Um, and that course is literally guiding you step by step to add your layers, add your effects, mm -hmm. get your lighting set up, put your get your camera perspective so that it looks realistic with the background that you've chosen, how to get the lighting set up so based on depending on what your background is so that you blend naturally. Like all those things are taught in the course and Blair shows you exactly how to set all that stuff up. And and, and that sort of like that sort of creation of using green screen, it's it's going to take time to refine your process uh, as it has with us and for us to be creating green screen magic or the art of e-course creation our two more recent courses it took 92 lessons of creating for the great e-course adventure and as we're going through and revamping our, our earlier checkpoints like checkpoint one to four was our first push and it was months, a few months later that we started creating five through 13 and carried on. And there's a big difference that we can see when we go back <laughs> <Big time. laughs> to lessons one or checkpoints one through four. Um, you know, some really notable ones was just, you know, the quality. I wasn't sure of what all those extra little dials and knobs were in the green screen effect um, that I was yeah. using in Premiere. And so I, I refined that over time. And these are things that I get to show you in green screen magic, but it also is an art form. So I can, you know, it's just like a teacher teaching you how to paint, but you have to just be getting used to bringing your brush to canvas just to get that knowledge and, and feel within yourself of how it works. Because my footage that I'm taking will be different from your footage and your lighting and just so many different variables that it will take time. So the sooner you can start this process, I mean, if you feel like, okay, I might be a couple of years out to actually need this, this might be the perfect time to actually start that because yeah. it could take you a few years just for that to get into your, into your being, into your body and feel that. So by the time you do need to create, you're creating at that level that you want. And I just want to say, we just had an amazing conversation with Mark Silver from Heart of Business, who's going to be on mm. the show soon. Um, and he has a course that is the fundamentals of business. And um, he was talking about their whole approach with their students is that you're on a four-year learning curve to get your business to mm. a solid, grounded, 
space where you know what your company is, you know what you're offering, and you're creating a sustainable income. And with the way that we're producing e-courses, like give yourself four years. What would yeah. happen if you gave your if you treated this like your university degree and you followed all the steps that we're taking here and you started producing content and you gave yourself a four year window. When I started building my meditation courses, I gave myself five years that I'm gonna yep. have that be a big branch of my business in five years. And now the meditations are on apps and licensing and all that sort of stuff. And so Holy for, slow and steady. For you out there, like instead of dreaming up these giant courses like the great e-course adventure which are going to take you if you're working solo rather than like us that had a team of three at the time uh, it'll take you years to do what we've done um, if you're just starting out so instead create mini courses like three lesson courses that provide a specific result or just for practice go through the whole great e-course adventure and work on one lesson that you mm -hmm. offer as like a free lesson on your email subscription to like collect emails and just create one friggin' awesome mm. lesson and then maybe create a three lesson course that you sell for a little bit of money. Yeah. Like if you started to, and we're all, in, not we, because we're not in a rush anymore. Um, most people who are building courses are trying to cash in quickly because that's what the marketing man has taught us to do. And really, we should be taking a step back and approaching this like it's an art form, which it is, and really put on our student cap. Like you are a teacher of something, but you're not a professional e-course creator yet. And it's going to take you some practice to get to that space so that you can yeah. create masterpieces on your canvas. And even when Brad and I got together with Andy to create the great e-course adventure, you, know, you were for... A decade or, or you know roughly that time already putting that time in as a business coach and, and building e-courses where you're already teaching that for a number of years yeah so you already had the content and, and material there and the know-how yeah being in front of the camera these things came naturally like, at working that point with real already. people right yeah. Andy Andy had all those years of, t of his tech knowledge bringing that forward yeah but he wasn't necessarily comfortable in front of the camera so that was one of the challenges we had and myself i've been working with media cameras audio for 10 15 years before that even started um so that was what we as a team were bringing to the table if yeah we had to start from scratch there was there'd be no way even at this point if we just started you know two and a half years ago we wouldn't be creating what we created then. Yeah. And so that's just to keep that in perspective. And yeah, if you can give yourself a four year window to just yep. relax into the process yeah. and just know, okay, you're not quitting your day job yet, but you're going to spend a few hours every week and just keep working at chipping yep. away. Cause in four years, we know if we look back four years ago, like that seemed like, like, not too long ago it's not it really it's, isn't and four years will go by pretty quick and it's kind of nice about the journey more than the destination it feels so good to have a relaxed approach to business like we get it you need to pay your bills and stuff but if you can simplify your life at, to the level that gives you enough free time that you can focus one or two days a week on your business um it's great like that's that's the way to go it's just like consistent steady progress forward and that's been my mantra for 14 years of business is like even though i was flailing for a good chunk of those 14 years 
I was constantly taking at least my, my motto was like at least one step forward every single day, even if the step was small. Now it's such a habit that I can take 12 steps forward in a day. Yeah. Um, and it's more of like a, you know, I've got a steady jog going a lot of the time, but yeah. So we kind of went off on a tangent there, but hopefully that was useful for some of you out there. Mm-hmm. Had nothing to do with your question, Lori, but hopefully Sorry, Lori. there was there's some there. <laughs> regard. <laughs> so yeah, Premiere Pro, it's really good. And you should just be able to switch over from ScreenFlow and, and yeah. just follow Blair's instructions. Um, so let's dig into... Should we ask someone on on zoom should we get let's dig through these ones here that i have and then we'll we'll jump over to the zoomers um or one more on on zoom i've got two that are kind of related so okay we'll ask those and then yeah let's bring someone from zoom just for fun okay um okay let's go with uh holly she says um I'd like to know how you found the backgrounds and if hmm. you can film your own. For instance, if I wanted to get the bustling action of a restaurant happening in the background of a module, how do I ensure the right scale perspective mm-hmm. view? Would love if after your three-day sleep retreat and your music festival foray, yeah. uh, this was asked about a week ago, yeah. uh, to know how we did that, how we found our backgrounds or how to create backgrounds. Right. You know, this is probably the most challenging piece of my role here at eCourse Adventures is sourcing the backgrounds. Um, I really wish it was a super easy process. I probably spend when we're making eCourse half of my time in the entire eCourse creation process of just sourcing backgrounds um, because it's a very important part, right? It's the environment that we are in. Sometimes it's easy. So, um, you know, we were just going up a mountain, you know, for the great e-course venture. That was actually pretty easy because there's lots of really great nature shots out there. But if you're trying to source the perfect angle um, while you're in a bustling restaurant, um, that is where it gets more challenging, especially for video stuff. Cause video stock footage I find is a expensive, but it's also from a perspective of maybe like a documentarist um, where they're constantly panning the scene. And, and there's always this movement to the camera, which for us e-course creators looking for a background, that's a big pain in the ass <laughs> because it's like, stop moving the camera. Will anyone just give me a good 30 seconds to a minute of just static image of a restaurant. Um, So that really is a a grand challenge. And yes, you can do it yourself. The only issue is um, legalities, right? So if you're going into a restaurant and everybody in that restaurant um, I mean, you can try to sneak the footage. She's in the restaurant business, so she's, she's good. She could oh, just I like, see what hey, you mean. everybody, I'm bringing in the camera crew, and we're just going to do some static shots of all you working. Right, but you still have to, like, usually there's video release forms for people when they start giving their image and their face, and they can come back later if they're not believing what you're doing. Like, that's just something to be safe and careful for when you're doing video work. Yeah. Um. Or you can actually, in that case, if it's your restaurant, you just put up a form and anyone walking through the door can clearly see uh, that that sign that you're going to be filming. Yeah. And by them crossing that threshold, they're agreeing. 
Yeah. So this, or just throw a party at your restaurant if you've got a restaurant and invite all your friends. Be like, hey, we're making this e-course thing, and we totally. need to get a whole bunch of shots of like waiters going to the table and chefs working in the kitchen, and just like you know, make a party or an event out of it, and and really get people in. Um, Somebody's so, typing. Oh, Nancy, I'm muting you. There Type we go. Away. There we go. Um. So yeah, there's definitely ways to go about it, and. Um, if you're doing it just as a background image, that that isn't overly complicated as far as like perspective and stuff like that. Right. So perspective, that's a whole art form of being able to make sure that um, your camera is in the right position, because if you're sitting, uh, the camera, you know, would be like right now, the camera is about, what is that, about five feet off the ground, roughly. Yeah. Um, kind of looking down at us a little bit. Um, and that gives that perspective that works for this background. And I've moved the background accordingly to kind of give that a little bit more of, of an actual shot because our eye unconsciously can tell these things. Um, if, um, yeah, but if you're standing, you know, it would be a little different. So like if we stood up right now, it would be kind of awkward, right? Because now I'm out of the shot and it's not going to work. Um, so these are things that just to be considerate of, of you know, this is where having your storyboards in place for yeah. your course, um, you know, that's, I think that's what, like number it's seven or seven, seven Camp, Camp Medius, Grady Course Adventure talks about storyboarding your videos so that you have an idea of your perspective so that if you're shooting a kitchen scene and you're going to be speaking in front of that kitchen scene, like for the background, then you need to like, how tall am I going to be? What angle yeah. do I want the camera to be at so that it catches all the action behind there's, me? There's a lot of great information online if you look that up. Um, we also go through this quite extensively in Green Screen Magic because that's a big part of creating the magic. Yeah. Um, and I'll yeah. Just, just say, like, if you're watching TV or movies, just start paying attention to how the perspective is. Are they shooting from down below? Are they shooting from up above? Are they shooting from the side? And what feeling does that give you totally. when you're watching it? Because the different views give you a different feeling. And so uh -huh. when I now watch movies, I'm not necessarily just watching the movie. I'm watching the camera angles. I'm watching the pan mm -hmm. shots. I'm watching how often are they actually like cutting the shot so that it switches views. And it happens a lot. Yeah. Um, so that sort of stuff, like, you know, what we're really doing here at eCourse Adventures is we're merging like Hollywood style production in a really simplified way and bringing that into e-learning so that it does make it more interesting and engaging and effective for mm -hmm. people to go through. Cool. Hopefully um, that answers your question. Yeah. Let's. Uh, All right. Is anyone let's in see here? Oh, and Chris just said um, with the the background thing for the restaurant, they did that for their cocktail party e-course where they needed a bunch of B-roll footage. So they threw a private cocktail and got tons of footage. So that's awesome. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Let us know what you do, Holly. We would love to, to hear what your decision is and how that works out. And if you get good footage, show us. One more thought, too, is um, you don't always need to use a green screen. Um, so we teach a lot about green screens because it helps us get onto the top of a mountain, you know, and, and different, we went to outer space. So some of that stuff that really isn't feasible for us, but if you already have a restaurant, maybe you actually just teach your e-course and get those shots in your restaurant and just have really good miking 
placements like a nice close like a lapel mic or something like that um, that could work so you don't always need to be using the green screen if you can create a live set behind you and you already have that sort of stuff um, it's more about the actual entertaining elements of our e-courses than it yeah. is about the green screen but the green screen is a tool that we yeah. can use to create that entertaining entertaining element and i'm sure someday there will be e-courses that we produce that don't have green screens in fact blair is very adamant that someday <laughs> he won't have to edit a course with green screen <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've done a lot of that now yeah 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 i would actually want to i would like to make a documentary style course someday and in fact mm. we went for this epic lazy river rowboat ride down the canal that we're living on here on the weekend and we were talking that about how nice. important it is to protect the oceans and like celeste my wife and i we were just asking like what could we do to actually make a difference and so we started brainstorming and we came up with like one idea of the reduce reuse recycle thing with like the three arrows we're like well what if like because one of the reasons that the whales are dying off one of the many reasons is because there's not enough fish for them in the ocean mm. I, I don't know if you're all paying attention to the mama whale whose baby died and she's been pushing this whale around for two weeks this mm -hmm. dead whale almost in protest to get humans attention so we're like we're talking about that and so we came up with this idea to like for humans to lower their fish consumption so that there's more fish for the whales. And it was refuse, um, reduce, replenish. And so refuse to eat fish or if you already if you eat a lot of fish, then reduce the amount of fish that you eat in order to replenish. And instead of the recycling mm. symbol, it's three salmon. Are you going to uh, have a pirate the theme? Arr. Yarr. So... Next good. thing that happens, we go for a walk that night down our street and we meet this biologist who's doing this campaign this coming weekend, this whole scientific thing to bring the community together to start restoring the local starfish on huh. our island. And so we're like, well, this is so freaking cool. And so we're going to be going to this big thing. And he's already producing like e-learning experiences with with like big tv networks wow, and he wants cool. to get into online education he's kind of like a bill nye kind of character he's really cool bill nye meets david suzuki yeah, yeah yeah sort of sweet um so i don't remember why i was talking about this but we'll segue into someone from zoom exactly i was just buying question. some time rory has a question here rory if you want to come on camera just unmute yourself and uh and let us know and if you're um, watching your PJs and you don't want to come on camera, then you can always just unmute yourself so we can have a conversation. Uh, but Rory asks the question, um, okay. completed my who. So an architect forest checkpoint for the great e-course adventure, you learn about your ultimate who it's kind of a, a niching exercise or niching if you're in the United States. Um, and, uh, one of the comments that stuck with me was my course is based on where I was um, X number of years or months ago. This got me thinking about helping other IT support companies become more cyber and information security, aka GDPR aware, and also gain the UK government's cyber essentials standard. We are uh, a certifying body as well. We went down this road about 18 months ago without an e-course and it felt like pulling teeth. We worked with about five IT support companies and none of them completed the program. So mm. coming back to the who, I'm finding the prep questions very easy to answer and 
about the audience, etc. My instinct is telling me to go direct for end user organizations, but all of your prep and my brain is saying to go for IT companies. Um, key questions, should I stick to the audience I know and not give up, but look for the e-course to transform their challenge into a solution? What would you advise? Hmm. Well, um, this it's a tough it's a tough question because you see an opportunity there's a need that exists and what is the job of the entrepreneur the job of the entrepreneur is to go where the need is and to provide a solution mm -hmm. and to charge money for that solution and so the need that you perhaps see may not have existed the gdpr is still a very new thing and most people are not in compliant and most people are not even looking there they're like ah whatever mm -hmm. and so you could provide uh, a solution to that so i guess the question for you is like what do you want to be known for what do you want your business to be known for who do you want to be serving what is the the group that is going to most light you up and align with the work that you're here to do in the world um i think like it's easy to just chase the money um, but chasing the money, eventually the soul wears down. And so where, where are you feeling most excited and light? And one of the questions, uh, one of the processes in Architect Force is to take your two ideas and there's a whole rating system. So um, go through that rating process to choose your best course and, and just trust that. Um, and if you're, if you're able to come on, on camera or unmute yourself to brainstorm about this we could always dig into that a little bit more um, yeah do you want to ask a follow-up question there i do see around. um you also have a question that you wrote in about uh which we'll dig into next in relation to my e-course on gdpr cybersecurity, i'm a little bit nervous about creating a gimmicky cheesy theme uh, to approach your e-learning. So with, with e-course adventures, for those of you, the great e-course adventure, we teach themification, which mm -hmm. is essentially turning your course into a world to make it a more immersive learning environment. Uh, my target audience are business owners and senior employees. Am I being silly? No, so, I think you're being smart. And, yeah. and you have to really understand your clientele, your customers, your students, and yeah. what they want. So... The idea of themification doesn't mean having to be adventurous or silly in any stretch. Uh, that's what we show, and we get this quite often because it's it's showing a part of our personality, um, and because we like having fun. And yet, a lot of these senior executives, you know, I don't know if they like having fun. Um, they might want something a little more serious and show yeah. that because in the business world, there's this great idea of that like to be to be serious is is to um to be like good business and i mean i don't believe in that but some people in your customers if that's the case they need that so if you if your theme was a high tech um you know a high tech firm that's uh, offering this sort of stuff rather than yeah. like a spy theme or something like you don't have to do that, but you're you're you look like you've got scientists working behind you or a larger firm behind you. Like right now, just this idea that we have this huge studio behind us while we're presenting the show offers the illusion that there's like we've got this huge studio behind us, which then conjures up these ideas of success and such like that to our viewers. And 
And that's just kind of part of themification is is creating that. Because yeah. if we were just in a small bedroom, it's not as fun and it doesn't conjure what we're trying to create. So one of the, I, yeah. I'll just give an example from one of the clients that we we're working with for a little bit um, who teaches negotiation skills. Um, and he he had the same question. Like my <laughs> my clients make hundred million dollar deals they're not going to be into, you know, an adventure theme or anything like that. As cool as he thinks our theme is, he's like, my clients would not want that. Sven, who's closing a hundred million dollar deal and wants to become a more powerful negotiator, he's not going to be into that. So mm-hmm. the the question I had from, well, what is the environment that those people are used to being in? Totally. Probably really epic boardrooms where they close the deals. Epic so, boardrooms or maybe like the back of a yacht. Or, yeah. <laughs> like, or, I don't know. What, you know, you like, know, the lobby of a ho- or like a, a hotel bar or some sitting cr- at a resort with like mountains out the back and glass. Classy and so for cocktail him, party or like, yeah. His theme was really easy. You're sitting at the board table and you're teaching them to cut the deal. And so, you know, for the I the, the visioning process I gave him was you know, describe to me the most epic boardroom that you ever did a negotiation mm. in. Tell me about it. What was the view? Where? What was it like? And it was like this high ceiling, um, bookshelves all around, leather chairs, a fireplace, uh-huh. and snowy nice. mountains out the back. And so that sounds for him, great. I was like, okay, perfect. So that's where you're teaching is you're just going to find a place like that. You're going to rent it, and you're going to shoot your course there. And so the different exercises, like sometimes – for the looser negotiation pieces, he'd be sitting in the, the leather chair, he'd be having a cocktail and he'd be teaching. And then for like the ones where it was like really getting to the serious stuff, he'd be sitting right across the table and the camera would be zoomed right in on him. And you, it would be like he was, you know, three feet away as if like that's how you're negotiating. You're sitting across the table from each other mm. and that's how it works in negotiations. So for you, like if you're talking about cybersecurity, um, I know you brainstormed the idea kind of around a Mission Impossible theme. And you could do that in a really non-cheesy way. Um, and cybersecurity, like that's some serious stuff. Like you mm-hmm. could kind of bring in some FBI-esque sort of mm-hmm. um, energy to it to add a level of intensity to inspire people to take action and do the homework that you're providing for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could you know, give them like a countdown timer on their lesson pages that are kind of like you've got 24 hours until this mission is it destructs and it's like you have that much time to complete this task. And you could do that or you could do none of it. And the idea of our themification was to help you get through the entire course just so therefore you can palette the the material to yeah. actually get to the end. <laughs> yeah. Because we know... Can you hear me, guys? Oh, yeah, there yeah. we are. Roar, hey, I, I, I wasn't sure us, if you could hear me. Now, hello from the UK. Hello. Uh, Welcome to <laughs> It's a quarter show. to 9 p.m. here in the evening so it, it, it's it's uh you got some nice sleepy day. time tea brewing yes yeah. um yeah you've, you've given me a lot to think about thank you for that um i, I, I as i said i think the the themification that that's really good you've really helped me there um i think the the, the green screen side um just looking on the webinar today obviously what you've um what you've done simple green screen behind you which is completely sets the sort of tone and the scene mm-hmm. um it, it, it's not overly complicated to do no um but it, it there's obviously it, it has quite a large impact doesn't it than seeing yeah. a white wall um with some picture frames or whatever there was behind you i don't recall um so it's just coming back to the the, the theme of the course um i think um 
I, I run two businesses. One business is IT support. So I run a small IT support business and we basically went through the cybersecurity journey ourselves over the last two years. So so the the, 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 the course that I was looking at or the e-course that I'm looking at putting together is, is effectively um, going to provide the students with some shortcuts and assistance on, on the challenges that I came across. Um, and, and effectively, at the moment, we provide very much a sort of consultancy-led program. And it, it's very challenging. It's very time-consuming yep. for, for, uh, for, for the end user organization. Right. Um, we, 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 we have been approached by a number of IT companies because they are being asked by their client base um, to, to offer assistance as well. And because they're seen as the effectively the sort of subject matter expert, anything to do with, with IT, um, they, they, their clients are going to them. So there's there's definitely a need there. Um, I, I think I was a bit optimistic this time last year, thinking that they would be as passionate about it as I am, and they're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but 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 I mean, my thoughts are that's where the e-course comes in effectively for yeah. me to to create the material and to provide a, a sort of supportive framework. Yeah. Um, with yeah. some sort of lightweight sort of one-on-one -on -one consultancy rather than a sort of three or four day program over about a three month period, yeah. which is typically what we have at the moment. As, as far as business models go, I mean, our business model is, you know, you sign up for the do it yourself membership at 35 bucks a month, or, you know, you pay the premium of $2,500 a day to hire us. And so for you, I could see something very similar. If you've got organizations coming to you, then you tell them like, we've got this, this program here, which you can pay $500 for, or you hire our firm for $2,500 a day for consulting yeah. or whatever the price might be for you. Um, and you go that route and kind of have different packages. And then people that obviously can't afford like, well, that $35 a month or whatever, the $500. That seems and that's like exactly what I'm thinking because yeah. I, yeah. IT companies are okay. They're not catch rich. But they're very much um, uh, time poor. Yeah, and should be quite tech savvy in the first place. And yes, and right? all of you, like you're all in the same category. You have this service that you offer that you can offer at a premium, and you're building e-courses so that the people that can't afford your premium rates can actually sign up for something and still learn from you. And there's still this archive of all your knowledge and wisdom that people can have access for without needing to go direct to you. Yeah. That's and, why we do e-courses. And what's coming through for me too is, I mean, it, it's a very specific uh, niche that you have. Yeah. And, you know, instead of creating possibly one big e-course, yeah. just start off small. And what we've been really learning um, recently with the conversion experts when we're doing the, with the Facebook marketing and stuff like that is the, the importance of testing. And so if you start small, then you'll get an idea of who's out there, what they start liking, and then maybe switch the theme up and maybe have a little more fun. And you yeah. might find, oh, everybody does like this a little bit more. Yeah. And you start going that direction. A big part of it will be your own personality because you want to be attracting the type of people that are also going to be in resonance with you if you're interacting at the same time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a balance being an entrepreneur, being an artist and finding that for yourself. And I also think um, a really great model for you might be in providing tools and templates for people. So for mm. example, yes, we've got that all as well. We've, I've been working on that over the last 18 months. That's great. Um, yeah. I think that's going to be a huge piece that people can pay X number of dollars for a fill in the blank, like GDPR template that they just add in their own information 
to be compliant and you give them a checklist of like here's all the things that you need to change within your system to be compliant and it's just like it's almost done for you and each next exactly. step could come with a simple instructional video um, and like to bring in your theme whatever your theme is you just do a different background with some cool music uh, maybe Blair could bring up the stock video stuff that's uh, like the Mission Impossible stuff they were looking at for uh, Chris's course, like the Jason Bourne thing. There's those, all those templates for After Effects that people can purchase, like something like that, just to add in some layers and some cool like intro outro pieces to just bring a little bit more exciting to each lesson. Yeah, it's something to play with, right? And um, it's really, again, coming back to understanding who your clientele is and serving them the best because it's their experience that yeah. you're looking to create. Yeah. Um, and so just getting clear on who are the people that will be doing this um, and finding out what kind of media that they are already consuming because the more that you can be in alignment with what they're consuming, yeah. Uh, what is their yeah? What is their media diet, right? And so if it's well, we're talking IT guys, so it, it's sort of webinars and and they're used to the old style sort of uh, CBT nuggets, uh -huh. yeah. Uh, well, sort of training. <laughs> if that's what they're used to, they give them what they're used to, but do it way better. <laughs> yeah. You know, just make your just media exceptional yeah. and take what you're learning from the great eCourse adventure around facilitating the student learning experience. And just add, just make it better. Like what, what we tried to do with the Grady Course Adventures really put ourselves in the students' shoes and try to predict where you guys would all struggle with your creative process and come up with creative solutions that would keep you taking the next step forward. And that's why it's entertaining. That's why there's the gamification and the bajillion because and why we've got a community. Because you're all creatives and because you're creating these e-courses. And so that creative spark needs that essence of fun and adventure to yeah. keep it alive. Um, and so, but yeah, if these are IT peeps that are just like wanting like a cut and dry, just give me the facts, yes, then yeah. just stick with that. And yeah. that's, you know, and then just make sure that maybe your titling and, and things are a little bit themed or, or at least just consistent. And there's so much that you can take in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. Thank, thank you guys. I, I don't want to uh, hog the, uh, the entire show. So, Thanks for your assistance. Thanks Our for pleasure. Help. Yeah, keep shoot us, us an email. Yeah, we'd keep love us to know. informed. You know, I, we'd I love to do. hear which thank direction you. you go and, and what kind of success you see in that. I will do. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah, awesome. you're welcome. So we'll probably go another like 20 minutes or so. We've got uh, we've got a bunch more questions that people yeah, wrote in, and Chris wants to come on camera. Let's get maybe so we can get Chris on. Yeah, Chris, Chris. unmute and show yourself. Reveal yourself, sir. Come on down. Is he? Yo. Yo! I'm just gonna move. Hello, I'm gonna just sir. move into another room here for a second. Oh, okay. I'm at a I'm at a co-op working office right now, so we're gonna have nice. one of those on Salt Spring Island, BC. And by the I way, heard. for all you out there, who wants to come to an e-course adventures weekend retreat at the end of September? I think the 28th, 29th, Saturday, Sunday. We would do a big party. We would have basically we would do all the business building, e-course creation, visioning, dreaming, brainstorming, masterminding stuff. Yeah. Well on epic adventures on Salt Spring Island. So, nice. I might um, even DJ a dance party. That, that night. sounds great. Woo -woo. <laughs> um, so let us know if any of you are interested in that because we're trying to gauge who would be down. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Chris, what do you want to talk about? Yo, um, cool. Well, I got a, a quick question about an idea that percolated from a, a conversation with a buddy the other night, uh, who's also kind of diving into the e-course world. Nice. Um, okay. 
Just, just to mention something really quick, though, uh, on something you were saying before, Brad, uh, for all the folks out there, I jumped on the mountain uh, when it started, which was, what, three years ago? Yeah. Two and a half, three. Two and a half. It's hard to gauge. November yeah. 2016 was when we started pre-sales. No. Anyways. Uh, what, Regardless, what I just it was a long time ago. Long time. Yeah, so I got in on the initial beta test, basically, like the yeah. very first one. Um, and I just wanted to share quickly because uh, on your topic before, Brad, about kind of playing the long game and the four-year plan, I, I totally came in with the whole like, cool, I'm going to design like three courses this year and start this business and get <laughs> making money. Uh, had all these big dreams. And, uh, you know, three years later, I'm finally making leaps and bounds. Mm. Uh, but I just wanted to share that looking back, if I look at what I was originally trying to create, there's no way it would have been successful if I poured a ton of work into it. Um, and playing the long game and testing ideas and small batches and kind of building stuff over time. Uh, and now I'm feeling incredibly confident and I think I'm about to take a couple, well, I've already taken some huge leaps Yeah. Uh, and I think I'm going to take more. And I just wanted to kind of share that with other folks that I, um, I'm really glad that it ended up being slower. And in those moments, I was like, oh my goodness, this has to work now or I can't afford it. And sure enough, three years has gone by and it's like, oh no, I actually have made it work. And I'm starting to make money now doing this. Uh -huh. and it's yeah. actually starting to grow fast. And if I had rushed, uh, I probably would have all fallen apart because mm. nobody wanted what I originally tried to create. And it took time to figure that out. I'm happy um, you're so. sharing this because it's easy for us to say it because in hindsight, you know, like you, we were trying to make it work. We thought we were yeah. going to be bazillionaires straight out yeah. of the gate and that like we found oh, our ticket right. to freedom and it's been way more hard work than we've ever imagined. It's also been uh, a pretty beautiful journey of, like really finding our artistry in the world of entrepreneurship and education. And so I'm happy that you're just solidifying that for other people to like, just take a deep breath and chill out. Enjoy this journey. <laughs> <laughs> like You're learning to yeah. be creative, entrepreneurial, and a transformation facilitator all at once. And there's a lot of things that you have to learn. There's a lot of individual skill sets that you have to refine to do what it is that you're trying to do. Totally. Well, that's the other big, the big thing there to share too, is just that through this whole process, I've learned about so many things that I never would have even imagined were part of this. Uh, and I'm starting to do other jobs and get high paid gigs from skill sets I learned trying to create this e-course that I never would have had before. Nice. Um, yeah. So it's kind of cool how this can ripple. I feel like just these skill sets are so relevant to where the economy is going. Yeah. But even if your e-course takes a while, you're really setting yourself up for success by developing all the skill sets from marketing to branding to copywriting to green screening to video production to talking. You never know where the journey is uh, going to take us. We just have to start yeah. taking that journey. And, yeah. you know, just for everyone listening too, like we, we are now working with with Chris on the Survive the Storm, um, your, your first e-course. And so we're working together. Second, actually. Oh, second. your second one. Okay, yeah. cool. And then um, and that you now have Kim working with you and creating a nice little production team on your end in Ontario and that it's been a lot of fun for us to work with you in that regard. And yeah. as you continue to grow that that's growing a nice little team that can assist us, you know, and people in Ontario and, and it's just the tribe is growing in that sense. And we never know what's going to happen until we take that first step. So yeah, thanks yeah. for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you guys. It's been a great journey. Yeah. Anyways, the question. Question. Um, right. So me and my buddy were just chatting about engagement um, with students in an e-course and talking about how, uh, you know, everyone's kind of getting sick of emails and they're kind of boring. 
Um, and you know, you can do all this chatbot stuff and messenger, but, uh, I'm not a big Facebook fan and I'm trying to spend less time there and not everyone in your course is necessarily going to be on it. Um, so we got talking about, you know, what other thing could you do through your form? So instead of sending like an email reminder that says, uh, Hey, you haven't been on the Greek course adventure in a while. Uh, what's up? Or we want to help you, blah, blah, blah. You know, how could you integrate in something a little bit more fun and playful that fits into your theme just through mm. your phone? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you guys have ever checked out specific to mine, Survive the Storm, but uh, I'm wondering if this might be relevant to some other folks as well. Uh, there's this app called Zello uh, that's like a walkie-talkie app that um, it can be used for social stuff and everything, but it's also was used in Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma for people to basically set up grassroots rescue channels. So like I have a boat and I basically start a channel that says, hey, I'm in uh, Texas and I've got a boat. If you're on your roof and need help, you contact me through this app uh, and because it's um the way the app is set up it uses incredibly small bandwidth so even though all the wi-fi was jammed it could still get signals through just the way it's programmed and it's wow. going uh, so to it ended, I ended up saving lots of lives so wow. where i'm going with this um i got thinking about like how cool it would be if like in the survive the storm course instead of me like sending an email being like hey you haven't been for a couple of days imagine they got an alert on their phone mm. and maybe it starts with like exercise or like whatever e-course update uh but then it's like hey alert you know the the clouds are rolling in we just had the shift in weather like have you done this activity yet right wow and they're getting this nice. blast That's um, really cool. and then i was like well who else could integrate that into their course in a totally other like build it into the theme so zello is the one that comes to mind i don't know anything about whatsapp uh, i wasn't curious if you guys had an idea of any other platforms that could yeah be we, we, we use other than email or messenger for sending out alerts to kind of push your student around and pull them into the storyline more yeah, we tried we tried using Falcons for a while. Yeah. Um, but that that just was like just the, yeah, it was a little too too much for us to manage. I've got that. A, I've still got a scar from when you guys <laughs> yeah, were doing that. Sorry about that. Head. Yeah, we have a few lawsuits that we're still dealing with. Yeah, right so now. we decided to like let that go. Yeah. Um no, I you know, this is it's interesting that you bring this up. Last week we interviewed Lisa Baker and it was all about launching and one of her big things as she said is that um, the future of online marketing is in text messaging mm. um, that it'll be mm. moving away from emails and moving more into like text and instant messaging on people's phone. Um, it's one of the things I like about um, switching over to Mighty Networks is when we post a new article or we post an event, all of that sort of stuff sends instant notifications to people's um, phones but I, what I really love uh, about what you're talking about is like you could work that right into your theme that they get a message being like, okay, you know, survive the storm. Here we go. This, the clouds are rolling in. Come back to your next lesson. You've got to get your grab bag ready to go. I'm going to show you how. Come here. Yeah, um, I mean, it could be an emergency message, right? Like you know, a storm warning message rolling in and then they're like, oh, shit. And then they realize it's you and they're like, oh, that was fun. You know, we yeah. uh, with the Great E-Course Adventure for our autoresponders, like we tried to be really creative with that. Sometimes your future self sends you a message. Sometimes Slick Rick sends you a message hmm. once in a while. If like you haven't been on the trail for a while, um, Sherpa Steve sends you a reminder message basically telling you that if you don't come back to him, he's going to die from starvation because he's sitting on the trailhead <laughs> waiting for you to bring your ass up so he can catch you up to the group. So like these were things that I was like, well, what's what can we do to make people take that next step? Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's humor. Sometimes it's a tool like Ze Zello, uh, Z-E-L-L-O or Z yeah. if you're Canadian. 
Um, okay, so everybody check out Zello if if you're looking to get into the, the text. I think that's. Um, I I'm gonna do some research and see if I can find some more apps. I know AppSumo a little while ago had a special on a text message hmm. um, sort of thing. Oh, cool. I don't know. I gotta look into Active Campaign. They may have a a text message um, option. Um, so I, I think I they do as well. I think they okay. do. Maybe I'll start a thread, uh, and then if people come across resources or want to chat about fun ways to integrate this into a theme, yeah. Because I feel like even the guy—I forget his name—that you were chatting about a minute ago with his uh, Rory, you know, his cybersecurity uh-huh. GDPR. Like you could totally integrate it into a course like that, you know, where there's just this cyber threat just happened and this just in, you know, new virus. Like, have you gotten this part of your compliance in order uh-huh. yet? You know? Oh man, it's just a little like push it up kind of. Yeah, you know? I love it. So, yeah. That's WhatsApp cool. was the other one that came to mind for me, but I don't know anything about WhatsApp. I just, um, I don't well, know really it. That when it comes to tech, like that. When it comes to tech, there's going to be always a thousand options. And as we teach, it's really just finding what works for you, what you're comfortable with, what you're going to use. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if it's something that's going to be challenging and stressful, then don't use that because it's going to just waste your creative energy. And it'll waste people's time. I mean, it's also like, what are people, what's going to be easy for people to use as well so that they don't get lost in all of your great tech ideas that they can't figure out. Finding that balance, right? Yeah, but I like what you're saying. Well, I'll click off and I'll I'll start a a conversation thread for anyone that's interested in exploring different options and how that might uh, automate into a program for engagement. Perfect. Thanks, Chris. Cheers, guys. Chris Gilmore from Surviving the Storm. Awesome. Uh, and that well that just reminds me i just want to do a quick shout out just even just to our gea community um and how epic that is you know that's a good example of how the community works for us and you uh, being in the community you know people like chris finding these things bringing it to the community's attention you can try it out so that's you know again a real benefit of one of our main pillars of creating a good e-course yeah you want really good content yeah you need a um really good media right and and the experience and then you and then having a really good community to to really root that in curriculum experience and community those are the three pillars that really make a profound learning experience the Mm -hmm. curriculum you gotta be teaching something that works and something that's awesome and and from your own experience so that you know it works and then the experiences around themification and gamification and creating an immersive learning environment and the community and the key to creating a community is to create a culture that's that's the vibe that's the energy inside of your oh i hear a ceo outside the door (laughs) (laughs) if any of you can hear the the baby knocking on the door he's our future ceo he takes over in five years yeah and so the community it's um you know creating a culture and it, at eCourse Adventures, it's um, artistic entrepreneurs. It's people really dedicated to transformation. It's people who are trying to pioneer a new, um, a new way of doing things in whatever your field is. That we're more pioneers in whatever our, our expertise is. And that's right. So, like Rory, if you're still listening, again, just like creating the culture around all these amazing um, IT people who yeah. who take pride in their work and. Um, can share the culture of what that is and being able to communicate together. Uh, that's going to just strengthen the whole the whole community of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. Um, so the next question here, we've got Lisa. She says, I don't like being on camera, but I love writing. What should I do? Force myself to learn to like being mm-hmm. on camera? 
Uh, I would say no. Um, I'd say yes. I would say both. I would say <laughs> A, it's only going to serve you in every aspect of your life to totally. get comfortable being on camera and being a presenter and being empowered and standing behind what it is that you believe in. So yes, that'll be great. Um, and B, if you love writing, like there's nothing that says you have to be on camera. No. Steven Spielberg is not on camera. He's behind the camera. He's writing and producing. Um, we have uh, a student from Superhero Academy, also named Lisa, who didn't like being on camera. And she, uh, or sorry, she's from Career Avengers. Um, Career Avengers. And so she wrote all the scripts and then brought actors on to play the roles that hmm. she wanted. And with uh, the Survive the Storm course that we're doing with Chris right now, um, there's a news anchor that, um, that kind of opens up every single lesson, updating people on the storm and, and where it's at, and then bringing Chris into the picture to teach. And so we did auditions for the last two weeks on Salt Spring Island here, our local saltspringexchange.com. We had people send in their video auditions, and we had about 10 or 12 people who submitted their audition videos and we found a pretty wicked news anchor as a result because we weren't the right people to be doing the news anchor thing no <laughs> um and so if you love writing then you can write the scripts and you can find other people to step into the roles of being in front of the camera who love that sort of thing um and at the same time like go do Toastmasters, sign up for an improv class. We say this again and again and again. Those Holy. things, as uncomfortable as they are and as much as you might resist them, they will change your life. You yeah. will suddenly be more empowered in your relationships and your communication. And, and for the, the long term, it's really the way yeah. to go. There's no shame with hiring actors, but if you're in this for the long haul and you've got things to share and to say, Yes, it's awkward to get in front of the camera. Yes, it might take a, a an awkward year of media that is just kind of like, eh. But then it's yeah. it's like my experience too. I'm not used to be in front of the camera, but by doing this weekly show and getting in front of the camera for Green Screen Magic, it's it's helped me get through that fear of of having to be perfect in front of a camera, where I can now start to relax, and that's going to allow me to expand in all aspects of my life. Um, which I, you know, I can't stress enough of the benefits for that. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I strongly suggest like, just get over yourself and get in front of the camera yeah. um, and, and, and have fun and know that, okay, if, you know, maybe prepare yourself, I'm going to fail a hundred times and it's going to suck, but you just get through those hundred times and then you're going to start creating awesome media yeah. and then you can just delete everything and start from there. Yeah. I would say throw on a wig and a costume and just make an ass out of yourself is a great place to start. Like just throw yourself over the deep end and do that. And then you really get over it quick. <laughs> yeah. That's one way to go. Um, <laughs> let's see. We got another question here from Cheryl. Cheryl says, um, I need to decide on which course platform to go with many factors I'm weighing on, including ease of maintenance as a one person operation security uh, her website was hacked and it mm. took a bunch of time and money to resolve the issues. How do I handle website maintenance, upgrades, and security? Um, mm. Okay, my suggestion for you, uh, if community is a central hub of the experience you're trying to create, then Mighty Networks, I mean, it's the easiest thing. It's what we're switching over to right now. Uh, you get to build your own social network and you get to have courses and soon gamification will be up on there and payment gateways and all that sort of stuff. 
Uh, you can create private groups within it. So you get, uh, soon you'll be able to have like paid groups within the community. So you can have paid mastermind groups and all sorts of stuff. Um, that's where Green Screen Magic and Art of E-Course Creation are currently hosted. Um, and if you get our weekly newsletter, you can you can join the community for free and get started and, and check it out. Um, and then if community isn't a part of it and you just want a place for people to comment, then uh, check out either Podia or Thinkific. Both of those are really easy. Uh, you can brand them and make your sales pages right on them. It's all like so simple for a non-techie. You can create beautiful designs and beautiful e-courses. Um, if your host, if your course is already hosted somewhere else, then Podia uh, for free will actually import your courses from where they are and set them up for you, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, and Lifter LMS is another one. Uh, if you're well, Lifter LMS is awesome if you're into WordPress. Mm, okay. um, you know, it would be like if uh, if the tech level of tech experience you need for uh, like Mighty Networks, Podia, or Thinkific is like novice level like me then that's that and then for lifter lms you can if you get their full suite of plugins which is around a thousand dollars you can do like badges and gamification you have comments to, um options you can have your own facebook wall for chats people mm -hmm. can have their own profiles you can do a lot with with lifter lms and it's like an all-in-one wordpress plugin where you can set everything up um and that's more of like a, an intermediate level uh, with a medium budget and yeah, then worth um, growing into yeah and then what we have with the great e-course adventure is advanced you know you need a lot of time or tech you need team. yourself an andy yeah you need an andy to build yeah. it to set up like your currency in a store and uh your forum and the like there's so many plugins and if you're curious about what we used for the great e-course adventure as it stands right now uh shoot us an email or just go to search on the internet learn dash uh great e-course adventure and you can find a 45 minute interview where we let you peek mm. under the hood and show you exactly how we set it all up cool um so hopefully that helps you cheryl make a decision if not ask us in the community Perfect. so that, that pretty um, much i think we got two more questions two they more. won't be too long okay let's just do it we're here we're almost there everybody's still here so we might as well just dig in because these questions might help everybody uh, Dom says, I need a team. I can't do this all myself. What steps do you recommend taking <laughs> for, to find a team to work with? Uh, number one, if you're the visionary, you need to have a clear vision. It needs to be on paper. It needs to be articulated and refined so that mm -hmm. you can sell people on your vision. You know, the only reason Blair joined my team mm -hmm. is because I articulated in a clear way that he could actually tangibly see what it was that I was dreaming up. And I had prototypes. I mean, uh, he joined me first with, with helping me to improve all of our meditation tracks for my meditation courses. Mm -hmm. I had the courses up. They already existed. They weren't just this idea. I wasn't this crazy scientist waiting for my team in shining armor to come save me. I already built my like version one so that Blair could be like, yeah, I want to get behind this and make it better. Half, it, half of it was out of pity. Yeah. <laughs> it's and like, this would, guy's great, but he really needs some help creating yeah. his media experience. <laughs> and so he came in. Um, with Andy, it was the same sort of thing. He was talented. I was hiring him um, to do my web work. And I was like, dude, do you want to just be business partners and we'll split the cut 50-50? That's a big part of, I find, 
the way team members work and are, will find you is that you need to be out there doing your best with what you've got. Yeah. And they then see the potential as knowing what they can do, yeah. seeing what you're doing and going like, man, if we work together, we can take this to a whole nother level. Exactly. That's the type of team member that you want to find, but you or will essentially find you. Yeah. And I think that's the key. So just getting out there, creating the type of media that you can yeah. getting in front of people doing live chats and talks, whatever it is that you can do. But if you've got a talented creative friend that's great at video or great at editing and they're not doing that in their life and they're kind of like down on their luck, if they've got motivation and ambition and they're actually reliable, then you could recruit them and be like, listen, yeah. this is what I want to do obviously you need to have a freaking clear plan. You need yeah. to like, this is the map that we're going with. Cause not everybody's like Blair. When we did the great e-course adventure, we're like Blair, it's just a weekend project. It'll be done a, in a, a weekend month, turned into you know, like, like, yeah, <laughs> six week project. And then it turned into nine months and now he's been here for two and a half years. So, <laughs> um, it's good to articulate your vision, uh, and find people that you love, know, and trust. Uh, yeah, using a percentage model, right, could, yeah. could also inspire. Like if we do, we can split this 50-50 and, and we've got potential to make dump truck loads of cash. And, you know, who who won't say yes to dump load trucks of cash? And if it's just like we're going to start off working on weekends because that's what we can do, then just do that. And I think follow through is a really key. Um, just finding somebody that can follow through. Uh, and yeah. that's what's helped us get successful is – we're both hard workers and we both follow through on our word and we get the job done. And that's really important. Yeah. We've, we've had other people come in potential team members to work with us. Some, um, you know, it, it, some have stuck around, you know, like, like Brad and I have worked, you know, together all the way through others, they come, they do some work, uh, and they carry on. And so it's, you know, it's just like relationships and, um, and finding the right people, but you have to get out into, uh, into the crowd to, to meet people yeah. and, and find people. So, you know, different, um, social groups and meetups, those types of things could be helpful. Uh, if you're looking for media people to help you with that, um, you know, there's go to the colleges and such like that. And you might find some, uh, bushy-tailed, bright-eyed students that are looking to prove themselves and do some, you know, some work and, and just need um, a little bit of a beer fund to, uh, to help them through and, uh, and might do some work for, for pretty cheap. Um, there's a lot of opportunities. It's just um, getting creative and, and trying. And, and post in the community here at eCourse Adventures. We have a buddy yeah. up, like collaborate um, conversation thread, and that's for the purpose of like, all of you starting to work together um, and those can be a partnerships or hiring each other. And the reason like um, we're working with Chris is because we witnessed him work his ass off for two years and try all of his ideas and fail and succeed. And he kept showing up and being a supportive player in the community. And we really believe in what he's doing. And we're like, we want, we want in on that. Like we think our skills can elevate everything yeah. you're trying to do. And we're, we want in. And so, um, a good us, example like, of showing up and we saw that like, Hey, if we got behind Chris, we could lift this to, to higher levels and we yeah. can all benefit from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
same thing like just keep working and like even the prototype thing what you're building might be your version one prototype that somebody comes in and helps you to amp it up someday maybe it'll be us um and that's how we work like when i have an idea for for videos and stuff like that um or even uh sales pages i do the prototype to get what's in my brain out into the real world in a rough version and then blair makes it better or we hire somebody to make it better to yeah. fulfill like the fullest potential of that vision yeah so hopefully that's helpful uh and, and last question? last question jonathan right. here all the courses i had the idea of creating are all based around a bigger goal as i'm going through mm. the course uh is it better for me to focus on the larger scale or try to answer these questions very specifically based on one small course idea and the second part of his question is um, when it comes to guitar-related courses, which is saturated as anything, hmm. a lot of the feedback I've found so far has been less talking and over-the-top theming. How can you still add some theming and make it more interesting without it getting in the way of the actual lessons? I mean, it could be as simple as just like, welcome to the guitar temple. Here we go. We're going to learn this. And it's just your background, you know, maybe a little theme song at the beginning, just the way you, the color schemes, like... That stuff, it's, it's working on an unconscious level. So you don't need to get into the conscious mind and have a whole story where it takes half of your lesson time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I would say like knowing your, um, knowing who your audience is, like what's the purpose of your course? Like one theme idea would be like Jack Black's movie, School of Rock. If it's a school of rock, then your whole theme is going to be a rock theme and all the songs that you teach are going to be rock and you're going to look like a rock star and you're going to be, yeah. you know, you could have a, a VIP backstage sort of area for some lessons. You'd be out on the stage performing for other lessons. Like Part, what yeah. are people actually there to do? Um, you know, Who maybe want a to theme be, idea what, could yeah. be like the voice and you have talent shows once a month that mm. people have an entire month to learn a specific piece. And then they have to upload their videos to your platform to showcase them playing that exact same piece. Totally. And then everybody in the community could vote on vote those pieces. And they win a prize, some sort of maybe special one-on-one -on -one lesson with you or something. Totally. You know? And then the next month you start the challenge over, you choose a different song, you teach people the chords and you do it all again. Like yeah. it's all about, it's more about the experience. Um, obviously the videos need to be entertained, but even just the way you film them can be entertaining. Having multiple camera angle shots, the music that you choose, the genre that you're choosing, um, the way that you, you hold yourself in the videos and how well planned out and scripted they are. Like all of those things add to the experience that you're going to create. And that's such the key word um, again, coming back. It's, we live in the information uh, world and this age and there's no shortage of information like you said there's no shortage of guitar videos out there but what is the experience that are people searching for so you got to get clear on on again the niche that you are marketing towards is this going to be for kids you know you know between the ages of 8 and 12 is this teenagers is this are these adults uh, is it classic rock is it Spanish guitar, you know, like all these things will be dependent um, or will help will help you gauge where you're where you're taking this. Yeah. Um, and then it comes back to yourself and who do you want to be working with? And that will help guide to this, you know, help guide you to the students yeah. and your students to you. 
and I mean, uh, so I saw Jonathan say, I love the, the, um, the performance idea. Um, I, I think that could be a great thing. Like for us with, um, with the green screen magic course, each module has a very specific video that we created and then we teach the students to recreate it and replace us with themselves and all the background sound effects and the, all the layers that exist. So for you, like teach them a song and get them to perform it for everybody in the community. Yeah. Um, you could provide the backing tracks, you know, and that could just want. be a membership site. You start with your first lesson and then people pay a monthly subscription if they want to learn all of the next songs. Um, and you could just build that, you know, in a year from now, you'll have 12 songs on the platform. Uh, there'll be another competition. It gives people the opportunity to, you know, to dissolve their performance anxiety. You can teach them to practice, to perform. Like there's so many layers that you can go into there. Yeah. And the themification is also to help you establish who you are in the market. Who do you want to be seen as? Yeah. Um, so and again, that will help attract the people. So maybe like you're doing this all from the back of your tour bus. Um, and you know, maybe one of the lessons you're actually on stage getting ready for a gig and here, I'm going to show you this lesson, you know, this, this song or yeah. here's a lesson. So you could be playing that theme of who you are, maybe like being some rock star or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's really, who are your people? Are you working with like advanced musicians? Are you working with people like myself that I can strum and play and hold a beat and make a rhythm, but I don't even know what like, yeah, you just want to learn is. sweet home Alabama and just yeah. like carry it home right are you teaching people to write their own songs or are they wanting to play cover songs or like yeah those questions need to be answered and then you can figure out what you're doing uh, and that's personally i think like um membership sites are a great way to go mm. because you can just you know create a library of 12 really awesome video lessons that teach people 12 skills or 12 mini courses or whatever and you can just keep building the library over time i mean if this like if this is your long game and you know you're going to be creating courses on this topic for a long time then why not go the membership route totally. you can enjoy the people that come and go through the and community create as you need to right and as your students you start recognizing oh like i really need just to kind of have a video on learning scales so you just kind of start giving that and, and have a resources page within your membership site or give some of that for free just because you want the you want people on the other side of the gate to be able to see you, try you out, feel you, get a sense of, of like, I like this teacher, this guy's yeah. rad, I want to learn more. Yeah. So you got to keep giving people what, um, what Tad Hargrave, our friend Tad, says it's the pink spoon like at the at the um, ice cream parlor you know you've got you know 24 flavors and you don't know which one but you've got the pink spoon and you can taste them all um, yeah. and get a little sample yeah totally so hopefully there's some there's some something there yeah uh, oh jonathan just said my folks are on helping a student progressing independently to teach them how to practice so that they can develop their ability in shorter times um, so it's, it's more around how to practice now in that, how to practice, are you teaching them play specific songs, chords, uh, yeah. et cetera. Um, and if it's just like, to me, like how to practice sounds like a course within the, within the community, like here's, here's the, how to practice course sort of thing. Um, yeah. And that's your expertise, right? So that's where just getting clear with knowing again, who you're working for and that's where um 
that's where Architect Forest is all about getting clear that we teach in checkpoint four, I think it is. Yeah. Right. And so you, I mean, there's so many journaling questions at that stage to get clear before you can go any further. Cause if you're not clear, then it's like trying to shoot an arrow through a forest and trying yeah. to hit a target that you can't even really see. Yeah. Um, he says the idea of creating an entire membership site is a fantastic idea. Weirdly enough, there's a bass lesson academy school, but no guitar schools. Hmm. Bam. There you go. There you go. Have fun with that. Make that guitar <laughs> school. Um, awesome. Well, we look forward to in a week from now. Send us an update, Jonathan. Let us know where your vision goes yeah. from, from these seeds that have been planted. And for everybody else, uh, let us know if this has been helpful today. We want to get back into doing some more Q&As. How often do you want them? Do you want them twice a month, once a month? Yes, it's been helpful. You know, we're also just in the test phase of eCourse Adventures Live too. So if you've been paying attention, has this been helpful for you? You know, again, we want to be able to serve you out there and uh, bringing people on for interviews. You know, it's being done elsewhere too. We're having fun doing this, but we want to make sure that we're doing it in the best possible way for you so if the q a rocked your world and was helpful and you want more of that then let us know yeah. um if there's anybody out there that you want to us uh, for us to interview let us know if you want to come on and be interviewed let us know um yeah we're just we're just doing our best to figure out how to navigate this ship i like what chris suggests here every other week do a q a and on the other weeks do a guest cool rotate nice we're doing a show every week I like that. That's a good suggestion. Yeah, we can try that out. Q&A every two weeks. And yeah. Sweet. I guess we better get our guest for next week. Yeah. Okay, everybody. All right. Thanks for coming out. This has been awesome and feels productive to me. I hope you have a great week. Shoot us an email in the campfire. Let us know if you need support. And Ranger Boss Lady is going to be making her rounds, so <laughs> you'll probably get a tap on the shoulder if you're, uh, if you're not making progress on the mountains. So watch yeah. out. Awesome. Have a good week, everybody. See you next week, everybody. Famous and rich. <laughs> and still live. <laughs> Bye, everybody.